This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. October is Women's Business Month, and so I'm a woman in business, so I'm going to talk about some things that have actually happened over the past two weeks with respect to things that can help you in business. First of all, I am a founding member of Women in HVACR. I started this organization with Gwen Hosnick, who used to be with Contracting Business about 18 years ago. We are 644 members strong. And if you'd like to join us, and we men and women can join us, not only women's organizations, it's mentoring, scholarships, education, support, things that women in this industry, and the goal is to help promote women in the industry. The reason I'm telling you this is that Online Access, Dave Squires, and Colleen Keyworth created one phenomenal four-minute video about getting women and men in the HVAC industry. It is done for the millennials. If you would like a copy of that video and start promoting it, we're trying to get it into the hands of guidance counselors, of parents, of just to get awareness of what's going on in the industry. It's very well done. It is the person who actually is the woman is a woman tech in the industry, and she did a phenomenal job. So send me an email, ruthking at hvacchannel.tv, if you would like a copy of it, or go to www-online-access.com, O-N-L-I-N-E-A-C-C-E-S-S.com, and ask for the video. It is phenomenal. All right, so that's announcement number one. Announcement number two is what we're going to really be talking about today is some of the ways that your techs can steal from you. I just got back from the National PHCC conference where I co-presented a session on theft. Uh, Amy Hart, who is one of the co-owners of Continental Plumbing in Florida, told her story as part of the presentation and one that will absolutely shake you in your boots. So I want to share that story with you and I'm also going to share some other ways techs have stolen that I have seen over the past 30 plus years. Here's what happened with Amy. One of their technicians, and this is premeditated, by the way, and we're sure that he had done it to other companies before he started working for Amy's company. What he would do is, when it was checks, it wasn't anything that's related to taking electronic payments in the field, but still a lot of people in a lot of areas write checks. He would, some of them would be to Continental Plumbing, and then it would be, he'd turn them in and then go and, you know, every once in a while, he would take a continental plumbing check and not turn it in. Sign the back of the check, go to an ATM machine, and deposit it in his account. Banks don't care. They don't look. They don't check. The, that cash actually went into his account, even though the check was made out to continental plumbing. And so they weren't checking their software, which is making sure that if you went to Mrs. Jones' house, payment was received from Mrs. Jones. It was an older version of software, and they were so busy they weren't paying attention. So it got to the point where, like, where's the money? 
And they went through making sure their cost was correct, that their pricing was right, that they were making that they were charging what they should have been. And the answer to all of that was yes. So finally, they realized it had to go from someplace else. And then they realized that they weren't getting all of the money in from all of the work that was being done in the field. So Amy called a few of her customers who wrote had written checks in the past and said, did you and called and said, did you write a check for the last time we were at your home? And, and they said, yes. And she asked, would you mind sending me a copy of the check? We're having some issues with the banks and things along those lines. And of course, the checks came in, and the copies of the checks came in. And sure enough, the checks were coming in. But the backs of the checks were not Continental Plumbing's checks. They were actually the guy's checking account. So this happened twice that they found out about, and they decided that day that they were going to fire the guy, and they called the police. Long story short, the guy was convicted, but he was also doing some other things. There were times not only that he deposited per, uh, continental plumbing checks into his checking account, but also he'd say, oh, you don't have to write anything in the company has a stamp so they didn't even write you know paid the order of it was left blank or some and sometimes he'd put his name in there and sometimes he'd put cash in there and he'd deposit those checks so be very careful make sure that you customer writes a check you get paid for that check you track all of your checks okay Amy said it was about 80000 by the time they were done between the, the two different types of uh, what they what the police said. There was two different ways they could they had to prosecute him. One was civil, one was criminal. The one that was civil was when he wrote the checks to Casher to himself. And the one that was criminal was when he took Continental Plumbing checks and actually put them in his account. And so they have two indictments against him. He's making restitution on, on the criminal charges now, and the civil charges still are going on for a little period of time. So the warning sign and the lesson, as Amy said, I came here to tell the story so that it never happens to you. Make sure that if one of your technicians gets a check from a customer, that that check actually gets in the bank. Okay, That's number one. All right, so that's the check fraud. That's the check screw-ups. And here's one that is, was done with electronic payments. So this, te this technician also premeditated, got a square in the company's name and his bank account. Okay, he lied and said he was an officer of the company and da 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 da, -da. And so he'd go to a customer's location and Mrs. Jones would pay by credit card and he'd swipe the credit card into his square. Customer would get a receipt for the exact amount and the right amount, but it would, it, and it would say the name of the company, but it was being deposited in his checking account. Now, this, doesn't, this didn't go on as long as Amy's went on. It went on. Amy's had this issue over two years and that's why it turned out to be as much money as it was. This guy got about $4,000 because it, it, it happened and was found in two weeks. So every week they do a weekly cash flow report, which I totally promote. And they saw receivables in there that, you know, should have been customers paying. 
And so the owner called a couple of the customers and said, I noticed that it looks like you, you know, there was not payment made for the work when our technician was out there. And she says, oh, no, we paid by credit card. Terrific. Do you have a copy of the receipt? Sure. Scanned it in. Sure enough, she paid by check. Wrong bank. So, pull the tech in, call the police, police arrest him, and for, for we figured it was about $4,000, and he got charged for identity theft and a few other federal things for only, you know, in, in our mind, we were lucky that it was only $4,000. So, is it worth going to jail for X number of years over $4,000? In his mind, probably the answer was yes. So there's our, there are two things. Number one, watch your checks and make sure that you get all the money into your checking account for the work that was done and watch your electronic payments and make sure that all of your electronic payments are going into your checking account. When we get back from the break, I'm going to give you some more crazy things that have happened and how technicians steal from you. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more, and the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then, she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same. Zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares the letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So, get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you the story of a cash check issue with respect to technician stealing and how technicians steal using a square um, for electronic payments. In this segment, I'm going to talk about other ways that technicians have stolen. All right. Number one is purchase orders. If you do not watch your purchase orders, first of all, you should be using them. And if you're not using them, get started using them. Even if you just get a PO book on an Excel spreadsheet and you have a purchase order number and who the customer is. It's very easy to do. It does not take a whole lot of time. 
Then you can track purchase orders against payments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So technician goes to a parts house, has a PO, and he's like, oh my gosh, look at this new tool. Look at this new thing. And he puts on the purchase of whatever the, the latest shiny new object or the, the latest adult toy is on his uh, purchase order and it goes through and it goes to your company and somebody's not paying attention and lo and behold he gets his tool basically paid for by the company when probably it shouldn't have been paid for by the company or at least done through a tool account or something along those lines purchase orders you have to watch them you have to make sure that what is on the purchase order is actually matching the materials that were picked up and should be a packing slip there and that there are no personal tools on the purchase orders, but these slip through the cracks all the time and techs get away with it all the time and they're stealing from you, all right? That's number one. Number two, you, they'll buy two of something instead of one. Like they're going to, to company A, B, and C and they need a motor or Mrs. Jones' house and they need a motor. They buy two on the purchase order, which is harder and it slips through the cracks more easily than somebody seeing a leak detector or something along those lines, which is different from, oh yeah, they went to get a motor. Many years ago, not so many years ago, I was with a contractor and he had to go to the technician's house for one reason or whatever else it is. And the technician stupidly had his garage door open and in the garage were all the parts and pieces that he was planning on starting his own business with that he had absconded with stolen whatever nasty word you want to use from the company by doing it through purchase orders whenever there was two need one needed he used to buy two he'd buy a bunch of contactors or a bunch of capacitors a bunch of relays or whatever it is and one of them would go in his garage i mean i saw it with fittings you can do it with fittings you can do it with pipe i mean it was amazing what this guy had in his garage the owner was pissed obviously and realized, okay, he's starting his own business and I'm funding his start. So that's theft. That is stealing from you. Another guy got caught starting his own business with company property because of a serial number on a nitrogen tank. He turned in a nitrogen tank to be refilled and they checked the serial number and it belonged to the company, not to him. So a lot of times, they don't think, but they think they can get away with things and they actually can't over the long term. So watch your purchase orders. Number, you know, That's number three. Make sure that you are in a situation where purchase order has no personal tools on it, that if you need one, one gets bought rather than two because that second one can magically evaporate. I've also watched technicians take materials out of a parts room and not write them down, and who knows where those materials were actually going. The thing next is weekend work. Uh, they make out, they go to Mrs. Jones's home, and Mrs. Jones pays them, quote unquote, personally. And the way you find out about it is that Mrs. Jones has a callback or a problem with the system. And when you check your computer, you have absolutely no record of being at Mrs. Jones's home. And she says, well, I have an invoice here you know, with your company name on it. And it says that you know they did X, Y, Z. And here's the dilemma here, because it was done as side work. You weren't paid for it. 
Uh, do you take care of the customer or not? Most people, the answer to that is yes. You know, Mrs. Jones, it looks like this technician um, did the work and, and on the side without our authorization. Yes, he used our service tickets. Since you've been a customer of ours in the past for so long, we are going to honor it even though it was not done through the company. And most customers will appreciate that. And please fire the technician. And if there's no moonlighting allowed in your company, you can, if you want to go the route, it's theft of services. And sometimes the police will take care of it and sometimes they won't. It's a prosecution issue depending upon where you are and how much it is. So watch the checks, watch the electronic payments, watch your purchase orders, watch your weekend work. And the other thing that techs steal from you all the time is time. They put an extra quarter of hour on their timesheets or the, an extra hour. It's amazing if two people are working on a job, especially from a replacement standpoint, one person puts in seven, seven hours and you know, 20 minutes, somebody else puts seven hours and 50 minutes. And I mean, they were both there, they were both on the job, they both should have quit the job at the same time. You've got to be very, very, very careful with what time is and time on their timesheets. They'll, you know, quarter hour here, quarter hour there, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there adds up. If all of your techs do that, guess what? It's a lot of money. I've had company owners who put in um, time clocks just simply because of that. However, in a lot of cases, that's not practical because your technicians take their trucks home and they go to their first calls from their homes. On a replacement standpoint, yeah, that works just fine. So what's the answer? The answer is actually GPS. And make sure that you have GPS tracking systems on all of your trucks and make sure you track GPS against their timesheets. Takes two minutes to just verify start times and end times and making sure that yes, they actually did work that number of hours. Be very, very careful there because that's a very easy place to steal. And of course, they also steal time when they finish a meeting and they spend time you know, in the office or something along those lines and takes an hour to get out after a meeting. That's expensive for you. Or they stretch their work. They know that there's not a lot of work to do that day. So they stretch out something that should take an hour. Magically takes two. And the question that... I always have dispatchers answer, text say, well, how many calls do I have today? The answer is enough. Well, how many is it? I said, enough, go do your jobs. That is the least way of, make, of having them stretch their time. They have a sense of when it's slower and they can stretch time. Again, they're stealing from you. So here are the ways the text can steal from you. Number one, Checks that are written to the company are deposited in their personal account. Squares, i.e. electronic payments with your company name, but their accounts. Purchase orders, be careful with purchase orders. Make sure with weekend work that they are um, using, if it's weekend work, they're using your company name and they're paying your company. And they can be stealing time, watch their GPS. So be careful with these ways that techs can steal from you. I am not saying by any stretch of anybody's imagination that all of your techs steal from you. Keep your eyes open. They won't. Or if they do, you, you can catch them red-handed. So thank you for joining us. 
Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.